Hi, and welcome back to the Sci-Fi Junk Podcast. Uh, I tell you what, this episode is going to be a fun one. Um, We haven't had a new show like this in quite a while, and with all the stir going on in the Marvel world, I am uh, kind of, uh, was kind of very excited to see this one show up, this one to actually finally get here, and boy, did they blast it on everything going on on that network. Um about uh, Agent Peggy Carter show coming up and it um, it uh, has its ups and downs um, I have to say I was kind of surprised I expected it to be um, the uh, the show of the year just to be thrilled to death about and um, to be honest with you um, I think I have more bad points to, to point out than I had good points which is kind of a shame because I was really really looking forward to something good um, anyway, let's dive on t- into it and um, and get straight to some of the things that. Uh, let's start with some of the points that bother you, uh, bother me every time. And it, one of the biggest ones that um, that was kind of annoying was every single time I turned my head around, it seemed like there was always some some way something about the way women were treated back then. If it wasn't slapping someone on the rump, if it wasn't. Uh, Telling her how she wasn't uh, able to do her job, or um, how to go and get some coffee, and blah blah blah. I mean, geez, Louise, I was—I don't know about you, but I was just darn tired of it by the time this was over with. And I and I hope that begins to at least fade a little bit. Um, yeah, she was promoted to um, an agent, but she still really has no power when the the. Uh, big guy himself calls in and puts her, you know, makes her an agent. I don't know. I thought that was just kind of, um, um, you know, and it, it, it went on and on and on. And then there was the, hey, do this filing and hey, do this. And then when someone stood up for her, it was, you know, not even really stood up for her, just basically said, hey, come on, stop that. Um, it was, oh, are you taking up for her now? It was almost like a fist fight on the street over it. Um, and and I know that's the way it was back then, and I know that there was some level of that. But at every single corner, and I understand she was living in a very hard time. I get that. I I get it. I understand that, and that may in fact have been how it was. But it didn't have to be thrown up in our face every time. Now, making a bright side out of it, it was kind of cool with what she did to the one guy in the. Uh, in the coffee shop, um, I think there was more convincing ways that could have been done, other than a you know, hey, I've got this magic fork in your side and it's holding a blah blah blah, and if you do blah blah blah, you'll be dead in three seconds and that kind of crap. Um, but you know, either way, the concept was I, the idea of it happening was cool. Um, I also thought it was a little bit slow moving at times. Um, you know, there was multiple times during the show where, you know, she's caught just kind of like starry-eyed, story-eyed, just kind of staring up into the sky and looking off into space and daydreaming about what was this and what was that. And and, and once here and there, I, I could understand it, but man, that happened almost as bad as every single time someone was, was you know, dissing and putting down women. It was just almost as bad. There was multiple times where it was. And 
by no stretch of the imagination, and let me clarify this at this point, so that if there's those of you that are sitting at home and you're screaming and yelling, you can't believe that I didn't like this. It that's not true. Um, I did like it. I thought the show was 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 good. I don't think it was great. Um, and I'm starting off with the bad points so that we have them out of the way and I can get on to the things that I did enjoy. So let me get on through those and then we'll get back to some of the good things. Uh, but staring off into space was very annoying at times. I'm I'm surprised how much of it they did. Um, I was also a little bit... Um, I don't know if it was put off or just disturbed or, or didn't really even particularly care for the typewriter scenes. Um, first of all, the the technology was was way beyond anything that they would have had then. And okay, maybe they'll explain that later. But um, to get a physical manual typewriter like that to actually type and to have a wireless connection hooked up to it and uh, I mean we're not even talking about this is an age where they had electric typewriters and this isn't even an age where they had wireless this is there is got to be ten technologies that didn't exist in this thing not one simple one and it was plugged into a simple old-fashioned typewriter on top of that and so uh, the part that don't make any sense to me is that the that in itself just doesn't maybe as camouflage maybe it wasn't an old simple typewriter but I don't know it seemed and it seemed extremely slow during those steps I mean you had to sit there and watch it you know da 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 and it got so bad at sometimes you know you didn't even see what it said you had to rewind the you know the DVR just to see what it said because it was going so slow you weren't paying attention by the time it got done um, I think that could have been better um, also, my big question is, is, what purpose is there of having a two-hour um, show premiere if you're going to make it two separate episodes? Isn't the whole idea to have one big episode to do everything and get all the to get everything out of the way and to get a nice introduction? Um, I, I really think that the TV's really just blowing it in cases like this, where they have the opportunity to give us a TV movie, which would be a couple of hours and you know give us a good introduction to all the characters and not have to do this story-eyed thing and not have to do this staring off into space and these kind of crapple of things that they've got going on but to make one good episode to set the stage for everything and they just kind of <laughs> pee it all away um, it just it, I'm, it was very irritating that it ended and another episode started and sure there was some continuity and blah 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 there's not going to be any more continuity between first and second episodes and there was going to be between the second and the third um, so it was, you know, basically one of those WTF situations of uh, why did you do this? Why bother putting on two episodes if you're not going to show, or why bother putting on a two-hour premiere if you're not going to show a two-hour premiere? Um, and quit advertising it that way. It's not a two-hour premiere. It was two hours of shows, one-hour premiere. Um, after that, it was just a second episode. Um, very annoying. Um also probably one of the the putting aside all the other differences I had up to this point because it being a two hour show and the typewriter scene being type you know tech technology that was a little bit high higher than should have been or reasonably could have explained at this point um, her staring into space though you know it was slow at times and you know that kind of stuff 
Um, all those were kind of preferences. Um, but the stupid agent, um, I'm sorry, that falls into the range of, you know, why the heck is he even an agent in the first place? If he's that dumb, just fire him and find somebody else. I mean, that that is nothing but annoying. Um, and, and there's no reason for him to be there. These are supposed to be the biggest and the brightest guys that you've got. And if that's not, if that's not, if you can't find somebody who's capable of being bright, just get rid of them until you do find somebody who is. That's just stupid. That that isn't that isn't comedy. It isn't funny. It's dumb, and it's annoying, and, and it's almost insulting that it would even be included in the show. To think that that would that would entertain us and that would that would make for good programming because it doesn't. It makes for lousy programming. Um. And it made for completely and totally unbelievable programming. Why would someone of that caliber be placed into that position doing that job if he wasn't smart enough to go to the bathroom on his own? I mean, it just... I, I just... Over and over and over, I just... I, I kept running into these things of just... Uh, that just drove me up a wall. Um... So putting all those things aside, now let's talk about some of the things that were that were kind of entertaining and I thought were well placed. Um, and yeah, maybe some of them could have been done better, but I thought they were really cool. Uh, let's talk about the cheesy radio show that was constantly going on in the background. And I mean, I've had this happen to me before, where there's a radio show that you don't like, and it just seems like every single car you get into and every single person you're talking to is talking about this stupid show. Um, this stupid shit, this TV show, or this stupid radio show, or this stupid host, or whatever it is, and you're just like, oh my gosh, please stop. Um, I thought that was kind of funny that the uh, that the way that was happening and the way it was done there, and I thought that was I thought that was pretty well. Um, another one of those things, like some of the ones that bothered me that they threw in for comedy, but I thought it was a pretty well um, a pretty well a pretty well done. Um, and, and uh, I won't even go so far as to say pretty well done. It was done well enough that it was believable. And even though it was cheesy, it was funny and it was entertaining. And also going back and, and listening to some of those radio shows, they were kind of cheesy and corny at times and soap opery and that kind of stuff. So those really, I think, fit in the time and they were believable. Um, I also found it enormously entertaining when the guy walks in and he puts a stick and a carrot down on the table and leaves everything else to your imagination. Um, I just... Uh, I, I, I had to stop the show and, and laugh because it was... it Was it truly believable that he could have done it? Maybe back in those days he might have been able to get away with it. But the, the comedy there truly was entertaining in the fact that, you know, it's, it's the carrot or the stick. Um, I... I I, enter, I was very entertained by that part. Now, that's a very, very sharp part. Now, let's get into some um, um, some of the characters. Let's talk about Jarvis. Um, I, I, I got a note written next to that one, and that's just cool. Um, it is. I think that's very cool that Jarvis is a human, and I have no idea if he was in the, in the, in the original comic books or not. Um, I don't know how he was um, introduced before. I don't even know when or where he was introduced before. All I know is at this particular time, in this particular location, him actually being a human 
of Tony Stark's father, or an assistant of Tony Stark's father, is, in my eyes, enormously cool. Um, I thought it was a very cool idea. I liked I liked him. I liked his personality. Um, I like the the witty humor that he has of when she calls and she's explaining something and he's like, "Well, I'll see you in the morning." And she's like, "You do understand that this is going to take uh, um, time?" And he says, "Yes." And so does my wife. And he hung up the phone. Um, I know we've all been in that situation where there's been that business call where you wish you had wish you had said something like that. Um, he is. Um, entertaining um, at least so far and um, also I think I enjoyed enormously um, Stark Senior's um, <laughs> um, witty humor uh, it's just more of, of the Tony Stark attitude and he had all the gestures and the motion and the and the, the wherewithal and all that um he had it all in place. He had it all. He had it all down. Um, he could have been um, Stark. Um, it was just very, um, it, and it was obviously Tony Stark's father. I mean, it was. It was just no question there. Uh, that was entertaining. Also, I think those were two very well thought out characters. Um, now, let's get on to to Peggy. And I have to say, this is by Strong by far the strongest character in this show. She has, in, in these first two episodes, made a heck of an impression on me. And if they can make the episode as the shows as good as she is, then the show will be enormously um, successful. I think she was much better than the show even hoped to be. Um, and as a blonde, I'm won't even talk about that. Wow is about all I can really say about that. She made for an awesome blonde. Um, she made for an, <laughs> a great inspector of the uh, of all the um, milk trucks or what were they? Milk trucks? I guess they were milk trucks. I don't remember if they were milk trucks or some other kind of delivery truck. But the delivery trucks um, just you know a dozen different looks but um, her her as a person, as an actor, as playing the part of Peggy is thumbs up all the way around. There isn't one aspect of her that I think I would change um, other than, you know, what I'd said earlier about her staring off into space sometimes. But that's not really her acting. That's more of the, the writers writing around her. Um, her as an actor, her as a person, her as her role, her as Peggy all of it was just um, I think was normally enormously well done um, I don't know if she does her own stunts or anything like that I'm assuming she probably don't but even those were everything was just kind of amazing on her part overall I would probably wouldn't give the show much more than a 7.5 if I was grading it just on her I'd give it a 9 or 9.5 if I was graving it on Jarvis and, and, and Stark and I cannot remember Stark's Tony Stark's father's name um, if I was graving it on those two, I'd probably give it eight, eight and a half, maybe nine. Um, but some of these things that had just weighed it down enormously, um, and maybe they'll explain some of them later, but the slow moving, the splitting the initial episodes up so that you don't have that, that 
that initial get to know everybody episode the stupid agent the this this just the generic slowness of the typewriter the you know staring off in the space that that kind of junk just it just really i think it detracted from this much more than the good added to it unfortunately now if they can keep with Peggy and they can keep with Jarvis and they can keep this isolated and especially keep that stupid agent out of it um, and and the the potty humor of the agents toss moving her around and making her you know jump through hoops to just do her simple job that she's hired to do um, if they can do that and stick with these people then I think the show has a has a good chance of continuing for a while although I wouldn't be surprised to see a large drop off in the population watching this Sim- and, and here's why I predicted and I predict that this is going to have a huge number of people stop watching it because it had the hype and it had all that to get a large number of people watching it and I don't know what the rating was for this show on its first one um, but the for uh, and I'm trying to look it up here um, but as people start to watch this and it may start to drop and if it starts to drop then it's going to I don't see any of the I don't see any of the ratings from the rating um, industry here but as it starts to drop if it starts to drop and I hope it doesn't because I, I, I enjoyed it and I think it's it's better than a lot of the other crap that's on TV for sure and it was good but I don't think it has its sustaining power at this point because the two characters or three possibly three characters aren't strong enough to hold the whole show especially when you have everything else going against it um, and it just um, it, it just doesn't make it just doesn't make sense but I'm hoping that it continues um, I'm gonna give it a seven and a half and my initial thought was to give it a seven but I'm gonna go ahead and give it a seven and a half because of the strong performance of Peggy Carter and the semi-strong performance of Jarvis and um, that's where it is and this has been a uh, sci-fi junk podcast I hope I hear you on the next one come visit me at sci-fi junk.com or uh, we're also available on um, iTunes and our website at sci-fi junk.com and uh, talk to you again next time thanks for listening